This is Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. Police Minister Nathan Kleko has continued to justify multi-million rand upgrades at President Jacob Zuma's private home at Nkandla in northern KwaZulu-Natal. He's addressing the Parliamentary Ad Hoc Committee on his 50-page Nkandla report at the Provincial Legislature in Peter Maritzburg. Nkandla's defendant, defended rather his arguments that the swimming pool, which he dubs a fire pool, amphitheater, chicken run, culvert and kraal are security features. He says every VIP's homestead threats are unique, making security plans different from white one side to the other. Surely if you are to do security upgrades in the area of Nongoma, somewhere Eskubudu, that would be different from the kind of security upgrades that you may have to, for instance, stage in Woodstock, in Cape Town, or Woodstock in the UK, wherever. And therefore the threat factor itself is also unique, and that's, and that's what it is. And the vulnerabilities also amplifies that very same point. It becomes a, quite a unique point. The incumbent or principals, they themselves are also unique. Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu has been discharged from hospital after being treated for a persistent infection. He was admitted to a Cape Town hospital last Tuesday. His daughter, the Reverend Mpoh Tutu, says the Archbishop's medical team has prescribed lots of rest. The 83-year-old cleric was treated for a persistent infection, which antibiotics failed to clear up. His family said was unrelated to the prostate cancer Tutu had been battling for the past decade. This remains dormant thanks to his medication. More than 9,000 cell phones have been confiscated from motorists in Cape Town since a traffic bylaw was introduced in 2012. Mayoral Committee Member for Safety and Security in the city of Cape Town, J.P. Smith, says the numbers are staggering. He says 9,400 cell phones were impounded by the end of last month, which is an annual average of 3,000. Smith says about 4,000 motorists have reclaimed their phones. He has appealed to motorists to adhere to traffic laws. And finally, North Korea has refused to participate in dialogue with the United States on an international agreement dealing with Iran's nuclear program. North Korea has been subjected to international sanctions similar to those imposed on Iran, but talks on its nuclear weapons have stalled since, since 2009. In a statement read out on television, the North Korean foreign ministry described the country's nuclear capabilities as an essential deterrent. It is not logical to compare our situation with the Iranian nuclear agreement because we're always subjected to provocative U.S. military hostilities including massive joint military exercises and a grave nuclear threat. We do not have any interest at all in dialogue for unilaterally freezing or giving up our nuclear capability. For Good FM News, I'm Danielle Buzek.